This is Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. This program is designed to help you build your faith in God's Word, receive His healing delivering power, and experience God's best in every area of your life. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Regardless of what you may be facing, His Word and power are available to you today. Today we're going to look at one of the keys that is uh, critical to answered prayer. And uh, just getting right into it, it's, uh, it's the, the key of deciding what you want from God. You see, prayer, and we're involved in prayer, people who are followers of Christ, we, we talk about prayer a lot and sometimes we pray. And, but the thing is this, prayer is pretty essential for our success, it's important. But it's important to know how to pray. And so that uh, if we don't know how to pray, then prayer can become a religious activity which produces no results. And so you just go around the mountain, you just go through the exercise of prayer just to be praying. And so the thing is, this, we don't want you to pray and not get results. We want your prayer life to be vital and, and, uh, and active and one that you enjoy doing because you, you're getting results. And um, in talking about prayer, I'm talking about specifically today about the prayer of petition, when you want something specific from God. So I'm not talking today so much about the prayer of worship, the prayer of thanksgiving, um, the prayer of dedication, the prayer of consecration, all these things. We're praying specifically about the, we're talking about the prayer of petition, where you're asking and petitioning God for something specific in your life. You see, God knows that in order to be successful in your life, you need different things in your life. And so he wants you to come to him. He wants you to be the, he wants to be the source of your life. And so knowing how to pray is important to your success. God wants you to come to him. He says, call unto me. He says, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. So the heading I want to really focus on is you need to decide what you want from God. We're going to look at a few things uh, that will, that, that is part of that. So again, decide what you want from God. The number, the first thing is this. You need to be specific. You need to know what you want. So decide definitely what you want from God. Don't be indefinite. Know what you want from God. But before I say that, or go into that, there was a statement, uh, you know, a great man of God said this. He said, if we're not getting answers to our prayers, it must be because we're not praying according to the word, or we are missing some things essential essential to successful prayer. When I heard that statement, I tell you, it just went off inside me because I realized, see, God wants us to be successful in our prayer lives because he knows that successful prayer is um, essential to having a good life on the earth. So he wants our prayers to be answered. And you're going to see that in some of the scriptures we'll look at today. But our first scripture in Mark 11, verse 24, a great scripture on prayer, it says this, Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now you notice it says, what things soever you desire. It doesn't say what things soever God desires. It says what things soever you desire. So when we talk about being specific, deciding what you want from God and being specific, it says you've got to be specific. You must be definite. 
not indefinite. You need to be definite about what you want from God. Again, what things over you desire when you pray. So you need to be specific about what you want from God. Now, see, when we go to the store, when you go to the store, you go there and you know exactly what you want. You're very specific. Some of you have a list. You usually go with a list so that you stay within a certain parameter. So you have a list of things. Sometimes around the table in your home, you, you make a checklist of this is what I want. You take that list and you go out. Some of you ladies, some of you housewives, you send your husband on an errand. You send him with a specific list. You say, this is what I want you to get. Some of you, maybe your husband's driving home and he says, now, before you come home, can you write this down? Only four things. Sometimes, you know, men are kind of challenged. You say, can you get these four things? Don't come home without them. You know, I know the routine too. Come, come home. This is what I want. Come home come with these things. So we have a specific list. We know exactly what we want when we go to the store. Did you know God wants us to be very specific? That's why I said, what things whoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So he wants you to be very specific. I'm reminded of a, a lady at our, at our church, a wonderful lady, I won't give her a name, uh, you know, just in case she's watching this program, she might get embarrassed, but wonderful lady, nothing to be embarrassed about, but she's always giving, she's always making meals for different families and people who, who need the help and the support, and those maybe who don't, she just wants to just a, a giving heart and give to hospitality and mercy. Well, you notice, I know, she, I know she goes to the store regularly and she's always buying in different things, getting a list of things because she has an, a recipe to make. She has in, she's getting ingredients for a meal she wants to prepare for herself or for different families. Um, so the thing is, is, she's very specific. She doesn't just go into the store and say, well, could you, to the store clerk or to somebody in the store, could you just go down the aisle and just get whatever comes to mind or whatever you see? No. She gets it herself and she's very specific. She knows what she wants. Now the thing is this, we can be very specific. We know what we want naturally. The thing is this, how come in prayer, somehow we get a religious mentality and we're not specific? How many times have I had people come to me and say, you know, can you pray for me? And I say, well, what do you, what do you want me to pray for? Well, uh, just, let's just, just pray for me. Well, it's almost what, you know, some people say, well, whatever God wants me to have, he'll have. Now, that sounds spiritual, and I understand, but you see, that only works in some areas. If, it's, if you're praying, well, Lord, you're praying the prayer of dedication. If you're praying, Lord, what, I want your will for my life. You want him to reveal his will for your life. Well, that's where the prayer of dedication is fine, Lord, what thy will be done. Not my will, Jesus says, and he only prayed that prayer once, Matthew 26, 26, uh, in, in that, uh, Matthew 26. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. When the, the pressures of the crucifixion was coming on him, and he knew he was called for this, he knew he was called to go die on the cross for our sins, but when the, the pressures of that came, and, the, and, and having the sense of, 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 um, not, of losing the presence of his heavenly Father, and sin coming on him, said, well, if there's another way, you know, if there's another way, show me it. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Well, there should be a time in all of our lives as, as true believers of the Lord where we say, Lord, I want your will for my life. I dedicate myself to follow you. What's your will for my life? Well, that's the prayer of dedication and consecration. Not talking about that prayer right now. We're talking about the prayer of petition where there's things you need in your life. There's food that you need in your life. A certain budget you need in your life. There's certain things your children need. Certain basic things you need. There's things you need and want in your life where God wants you to come to him and be very specific about those things. So that's why the first thing, be specific. Number two, 
find scriptures that promise you the things you desires. So again, we said this, God's not the one who desires what you, who, who um, desires, you're the one who must desire. So now in Mark, Matthew chapter 7, let me read the scripture because this is a real good one. Matthew 7 verse 7 says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. For everyone that asks receives, <laughs> and everyone he that seeks finds, and to him that knocks it shall be opened. Or what man of you is there, who if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? If he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Serpent? If you then be evil, in other words, lower than God, lower in the nature and in, in the benevolence and goodness of God, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? So look at that. It says now God's just waiting for us to ask. I love the, that, that, the heart of God there. So he's just waiting for us to ask him. That's his desire. So again, that's why he wants us to be specific so that he can answer us. He wants us to be as specific as that lady going to the supermarket, knowing what she wants. There's things in your life. God is your father. You're in his kingdom. You're a citizen of his kingdom. You're no longer in the kingdom of darkness. You're his kingdom child, a citizen. You have a right to ask your father for the necessities of your life. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to do natural things. You're not going to work on your job and do different things that you need to be doing and be responsible. But the thing is this, God wants to be the source of your life and he says watch things whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. He wants your desires to be met. Now it also says in Psalms 37 verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So we said this, you got to be specific. Then number two, under, again, deciding what you want from God, find scriptures that promise you the things you desire. So many people, men, well-meaning Christians, are praying for things, but they've got no faith. They're not praying in faith. Why? Because they don't know what God's word says about it. Does, they don't know that God, does God's word pr promise me the things I desire. If you don't have God's word and what you're desiring, then you have no basis for faith. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Once we know what we want from God, we find scripture that promises us the things we desire. So faith begins where the will of God is known. If you don't know God's word, you don't know his will. If you don't know his will, you cannot pray in confidence and in faith. In Romans 10 verse 17, it says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you see, the thing is this. See, if you're not careful, Christianity has become a religion, you see, and not a practice and not a lifestyle. See, your Bible, we could say, it is the will of God. It contains his, God's promises, his commitment to you. He's a covenant-keeping God. It is his contract, his commitment to those in his kingdom, who are citizens in his kingdom who've been brought out of the kingdom of darkness because they've received Jesus as Lord of their lives. And as such, he wants you to know what his will is. So his word is his will. His word is his promise. His word is his commitment, his pledge, his allegiance to do for you what he said. In one scripture in Psalms, he said, he is honored, he's placed his word above his name. He's committed to doing what he says, so we need to know what he says. We need to find out what he says, and preferably find out before you need it.
You need to be meditating upon the promises of God, meditating upon the goodness of God. See, his promises reveals his nature, reveals his good will for us. Again, that scripture we just read, I'm going to go back to that in Matthew 7, verse 11. Just a great scripture. He says, Matthew 7, 11, If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give good gifts to them that ask? <laughs> I just love that. That's just because he's waiting for us to ask. But we need to ask right. We need to ask according to his will. And what is his will? His will is his word. Now here's another great scripture. See, the word gives us confidence. It gives us boldness in prayer. So if you don't have boldness, you don't have confidence, it's because you lack his word. You lack knowledge of his will. You don't know what he'll do. In uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, it says this, This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, then we know that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. Whose desire again? Our desire. But you see, we have a desire. We can ask for those things with great confidence because we're asking according to his will. So he says here, he hears his will. God's listening for his word. His word is his pledge. Before you even were born, he made promises that would cover your life. But you need to know about it. If you don't know what his word says, then you're not going to be able to ask in confidence. How many times have had people come to me and say, will you pray for me? And I'd, I'd say, well, what do you want me to pray for? Sometimes people will say, well, uh, just pray for me and, you know, whatever God wants, he'll give me. Well, see, again, if it's a prayer of dedication, if it's a prayer of consecration concerning God's will for your life, that's different. But, see, you can't pray that. You can't pray in any confidence for someone who asks for that because that person doesn't know what they want. <laughs> see? So, but we need to know what we desire. It says, what things will we desire? It says, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions we desired of him. See, confidence, boldness comes in the knowing that we pray according to God's will. Faith begins where the will of God is known, so we need to know what his word says about our, the, the things we desire. So we find those scriptures that cover the area of our lives. And then don't just pray yet. Meditate on those scriptures. Put them in your heart and mind. You know, meditate upon them. See, what the meditation then, you're feeding on that. You're building it into your mind. You're building it into your inner consciousness. You're building it into your thought life. Your spirit is feeding upon that. See, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, God told uh, Joshua concerning his will, when he, he told him his plan for his life, told him you're going to go into this land, and he gave him specific words transferred from uh, Moses, said you're going to do this. And he says, this book of the law, Joshua 1 verse 8, shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate upon it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. So he told him to meditate. The word meditate means to mutter, to think upon, to speak, to ponder. So over and over again, you're meditating on the promises of God. So you're getting faith in that. Your confidence is in, this, in that. You're hearing what your heavenly Father has promised you. That's why you find the scripture that promise you the things you desire. See another covenant man in, in Psalms chapter 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight 
is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. There's that word meditate. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. So the prosperity, it follows the meditation. Meditating on the promises of God. Meditating on the will of God. Meditating on what God has said. See, he will only do what he has said. He has bound himself to his word. God only says what he will do. That's why he's not said everything. He'll only say what he'll do. He's not going to just say, do something just because you said it. He's going to do what he has said. So your words must be in line with what he said. So see, here we see meditation. You've got to meditate on God's word. We also see it in um, John chapter 15, verse 7. If you abide in me, Jesus speaking, and my words abide in you. Abide also means to dwell. It means to live. And my words abide in you. You will ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. So we see a number of things there. So going back again, when you decide what you want from God, you must be specific. You must know what you want. You must be definite. You must be specific. You know what you want. Find scripture that promises you the things you desire. Maybe if you're a younger Christian you, and there's some things you need in your life, right now, immediate, maybe speak to an older believer. Speak to your pastor and say, you know what, this is what I'm desiring. Can you show me scripture that show this? Because you need to know that God will answer, that God wants to answer. He doesn't want you to have prayer failures, if you will. The specific things, find out scripture that promise you the things you desire. Then we said number three. Meditate on those scriptures. Get them in your heart. Get them in your mind. Get them inside of you. That you know this is what my father said. So you meditate upon that. That's why things that are important in your life, don't be in a rush. I would recommend that you don't be in a rush to pray because oftentimes people are praying and they have no confidence in God's word. Sometimes they don't even know that God's promised this thing or not. So again, be specific. Number two, find scripture that promises you the things you desire. So I have a specific, definite desire. This is what I really want. Sometimes you need some time to decide. Do you really want this? Then God, find God's word. Three, meditate on God's word. Get those words firmly in your heart and in your mind. You see, because when you're doing that, you're building it into your mind. You're building it into your spirit. We've not even asked this yet. Now, why you're doing that is this. As you build it into your heart and in your mind, what you're doing, you are building yourself up because Satan's going to try to steal from you. He'll try to rob you. How is he going to rob you? Through thoughts through sometimes him sending you visions and dreams. Why? To get you to let go or to contradict what God's word says about you. But when you know what you want from God, and you're very specific, when you found scripture that promises you the things you desire and you know what you want, when you've meditated on those scriptures and you know, I can ask for this because my father said it in his word, and you meditate on those scriptures and you build it inside you, you're ready then to counter Satan's attacks of doubt and unbelief against your mind and you're ready to ask. So I encourage you today, whatever you're seeking from God, whatever you desire, follow those steps. Decide what you want from God. Be very specific. Know what he said. We've given you a number of scriptures there. He wants you to ask. Find those scriptures. Get two or three of them, at least three of them. 
get them, meditate upon those scriptures, get it into your mind over the several days. Sometime if, you, if it's not an urgent matter, get them into your mind, into your heart, build it into you, mutter it, speak it, think upon it, memorize it, but go beyond memorize it, get it so that you're, you're walking, breathing, talking it, and you know this is my Father's word for me, and be ready, and you'll be ready to resist the, the Satan's attacks against your mind, and you'll be ready to ask your Father for what you desire. Okay, we've been talking about deciding what you want from God, and we went over about three of those critical steps. Being specific, knowing your desire. Mark 11, 24, what things whoever you desire when you pray. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And so God wants you to have, give, have the desires of your heart. And then we said, you know, be specific, know what you want, be definite. Then number two, find scriptures that promises you the things you desire. And then number three, we said, meditate those words. So you're ready. Then number four, you're ready to resist the, the doubts that Satan would try to bring against your mind. Why? Because you've built God's word into your mind and into your heart. Now, the thing is this, uh, uh, you see, this is so important, so critical if you want prayers answered. If you just want to go through the rote, the religiosity of prayer and get no results, that's another thing. But we're talking about wanting to help you to receive answers to your specific requests that you need in your life. Now as I close, let me just say this. There was an example, a young man, I was in his home um, in his neighborhood and a number of years ago and he said um, he and his wife were trying to have a child for a number of years and they couldn't have a, couldn't have a child and doctors didn't know why and all these different things. And so I said, you know, did you know what the scripture says? And I, I led him to Exodus 25 and 26. And it says, you shall serve the Lord your God, and he'll bless your bread and your water. And I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. And he looked at that scripture. They knew what they wanted. They wanted a child. But number two, so they knew what they wanted, very specific. So see, they didn't have God's word on it. They didn't, they didn't know that God, this is very definite. They knew. But see, they, needed, they didn't have the strength of faith in their hearts. They had faced a challenge, but now we had the word on it. They, they believed we could agree. They took some time to thought about it. I think we, we got back together again. We agreed on this. I, I met him sometime later, probably a year and a half later. He had a child. Then the following year, they had another child. See, they saw the fruit of that. Why? They were specific. They knew what they desired. They found scripture that promised them the things they desired. They meditated upon that. They took it to heart. They didn't just say, oh, that's maybe for somebody else. They took it seriously. Yes, we had the prayer of agreement. I agreed with them specifically, but it wasn't just so much my faith. It was their faith in God's word. So I encourage you today, know what you want from God. Be specific. Find scripture that promises you the things you desire. Meditate on those words. Put them in your heart. Take a few days if necessary, a few weeks if necessary. Build those scriptures into your heart and mind so you're ready to resist the onslaughts or attacks of the devil that will try to rob you of the promises of God. And so when you pray, believe, you receive, and you shall have them. Like Mark 11 says, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. God wants you to have the desires of your heart as you seek him and put him first. God bless you. Till next time.
A peaceful mind is part of God's plan for your life. Keys to a Peaceful Mind with Pastor Carl Lewis will teach you how to overcome worry and develop a mind that is full of the goodness of God. Titles include A Peaceful Mind, Worry is Negative Meditation, A Worried Heart is a Troubled Life, and Think on the Goodness of the Lord. For a gift of any size, please call or write to request your copy of this four-part CD set, Keys to a Peaceful Mind. Hi, my name is John Langford, and I've been coming to Foundation for Life Family Church for a couple of years now. And the, the word and the ministry that's come out of this church has really affected my life, and in a very positive way. Where a couple of years ago I was uh, in North Dakota working, uh, I'd work two weeks at a time, and so I wasn't able to, to attend church. And I think a lot of us are in that place where, where we have jobs and, and situations that, that pull us away from, and so we're not involved or plugged in a, a ministry uh, that will really help us grow in faith. You know, the Bible the Bible's pretty clear about it, that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul says that uh, we that we're to put on the whole armor of God, using a, a physical example of, of a Roman soldier. And but the Roger soldier had a you know a sword and and a, his shield of faith. And they you know there's command there in an army. Uh, there's leaders over over an army. That soldiers don't just go about and do whatever they feel like doing. You know, if you if you get out there on your own and and under your own guidance you can get a little bit wayward or lost and uh, become a, you become a target for the enemy but if you take your shield of faith and you join with other believers and get lined up with them you lock your shields together you become one so to speak and and i feel that's that's really what's happened with me here i've i've locked my faith in and uh god has just brought a lot of things to pass in my life in this past year uh, I moved across the country. I relocated to uh, north north of Buffalo, New York, and uh, so I could be able to come to uh, Toronto every weekend. And it, that took a lot of faith, uh, being able to change occupations. And so I would encourage you to uh, get involved in a, in a good word church that's going to preach the word of God to you, and a church that uh, that. Uh, flows with the Spirit of God, getting, getting the Word and the Spirit. Uh, and this is a good one right here in Toronto, uh, Foundation for Life Family Church. And I encourage you to come out. If you're in the Toronto or Greater Toronto area, I welcome you and personally invite you to join us for one of our weekly services, Sundays at 11 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at the address on the screen. I really believe that you'll be enriched, encouraged, and strengthened by the ministry of God's anointed word, as well as by the fellowship of other believers who are true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you for joining us today on Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to partner with us financially to continue the teaching of God's Word. To give, please write to 
Foundation for Life Christian Ministries or securely online at foundationforlife.ca. Healing for the Nations is a ministry of Foundation for Life Christian Ministries. Visit foundationforlife.ca and avail yourself of our valuable life-building resources for free. Join us next time on Healing for the Nations.